0: Welcome to Self-Repair, a self-help podcast made by me for me. In other words, I'm playing the role of therapist and patient. And that happened because I needed to talk to somebody. I couldn't find anybody who was available. The um, Therapy A, B, C, D, E, F team are booked solid. Everybody's in therapy right now. So I decided the next best thing would be to bring my long lost dreams of being a radio disc jockey to life by sitting in front of this microphone and talking to myself. As crazy as it might sound, I do feel like a few episodes into this, even though it's been dragging out for a few months, and I really haven't been at the microphone for a few weeks during this transition. I feel like it's helping me, so I'm going to keep doing this. So let me just also add my usual disclaimer that I am not a licensed and trained professional. I am not a professional therapist. I am just me who is playing the role of a therapist here. And if there happens to be someone who does listen to this, who is in any kind of emotional or mental crisis, please reach out for the necessary qualified help. One more little, I guess, disclaimer, excuse, I don't know what we want to call it, but um, obviously I'm still very new at this. The technology, the sound, um, when I listen back... Doesn't sound the greatest always to me. I'm working and I'm learning, but because I'm doing this for myself, I'm not putting a ton of emphasis on that. I just want to be able to say what I need to say. I also noticed in listening at the last episode before I finished and posted it that I'm not talking as slowly as I was and I think it has a little something to do with how I'm feeling now. So speaking of feeling, therapist me would like to know how patient me is feeling and what's been going on. And I'm thinking it's been about four to six weeks since the last time we have talked. So what I've been up to is basically transitioning out of my store, which I finished moving out of about Well, I guess the end of August and then did my little garage sale to clear some space in the basement over Labor Day weekend and tried to get myself ready to start substitute teaching and doing my freelance blog writing and the other things. I'm still working my business online. And getting things just into that next phase so I can attempt my financial recovery and try to get my life back on track to where I'm feeling a lot more in control and a lot happier than I was. As far as how I'm doing, as I mentioned earlier, I'm obviously talking a lot faster with some more energy in my voice than I was previously. So... I'm going to say, based on how I've been feeling and getting through my days, I'm making some considerable progress. I no longer feel like I'm literally on the verge of breaking, which is how I felt for a long time, and I may actually have broken without realizing it. I don't feel like I'm fine. I don't. I feel like I still have a lot of work to do and some progress to make, um, just last week, I kind of had to check myself. I think it was last Friday, and so it would be a, a, a week ago because today's Thursday. Um, I snapped a couple times in situations that that went bad. One was a, a, an appointment for my dog that just got ridiculous, but I just got so upset with the person and felt like I lost control, and that happened again later someplace else. So. I know those situations while they were beyond annoying, while they were extremely frustrating. I know my reactions didn't measure the situation and I definitely overreacted. And I stopped and I even said to a couple people, I wonder what is driving this. I wonder what's going on underneath that's making me so, I mean, angry. So I feel pretty hopeful that instead of, sitting back and hiding and escaping and feeling like I hate my life and having that hopeless feeling that was kind of taking over. At least I'm getting mad even though it's inappropriate angry, even though it's trigger angry reactions which aren't okay, but in a way it kind of feels like progress because I'm feeling something. Um, Yes, there are triggers and I think the triggers are somebody basically treating me insignificantly like as a customer I don't matter, as a patient I don't matter, as a parent I don't matter, so I've just basically need to figure out what those triggers are and why they're triggering and we'll talk about that probably in a future session. Another reason I think I'm feeling better and making some progress is I feel like I have a little bit of purpose and some control Over the outcome of my efforts, I guess, like maybe I'm doing something that makes a difference. Substitute teaching in the schools is really helping a lot because I feel like I have something to contribute and I am contributing. And instead of going to work all day and getting no paycheck like I did at the store and putting my heart and soul to it, at least when I go to the school and put my heart and soul, I get a little tiny paycheck. Another thing I've been doing is, and I think I've mentioned this before I started doing it before I closed the store to try to start generating a little bit of income and paying for the necessities at home, is the freelance blogging. It's not getting a lot of money, and I'm still trying to get my feet solid on the ground with that so maybe i can start negotiating with somebody else with for a little bit more and making my time worth it but again at least there's something coming back which makes me feel like i guess my efforts matter so looking back to the previous episodes and some of the action items at the end of each session the very first one was the check-in every day for the physical and mental health feeling Full disclosure, it's not something I consciously do every single day, but sitting here right now and anything can change from day to day, but generally speaking for the most part, I think mentally I'm running more instead of that three to four where I was a couple months ago. I think I'm more in a five to seven range given the day, given the hour, given the minute. Physically I have gotten myself back into kind of a routine. There's a few bumps here and there but for the most part I'm back to getting up in the morning even on a day that I'm teaching early I'll go down into the little basement gym at 5am if necessary and I just do a little wake up kind of workout just to kind of get my head straight, get the blood flowing, get my heart pumping a little bit and um, I then do my walk or bike ride later in the day. It, it's something that has some room for improvement, but between that and eating better, getting sugar back out of my life, um, physically I'm going to say I'm also doing better. I'm still with some room to go, but somewhere in that maybe 7 to 8 range every day. I would also say that my stress level While it's still what I would consider in the danger zone, I would think it's gone down considerably because I'm home and I'm able to help where I'm needed with my dad, with my son. I don't feel like an absentee parent anymore and while sometimes being in the line of fire isn't that much fun. I'm here, and I'm I can I'm in I feel like I'm in control of things a little bit more. If my dad needs something to go to a doctor's appointment or questions or help with something, I'm able to do that. I'm able to manage the household a little bit better, um, even while I'm still kind of navigating through balancing my teaching, my writing, and running the business from the basement. From the financial stress episode, I talked about making the spreadsheet that has basically my list of debts and monthly bills, Um, I haven't done that yet. It's it's on my list for this weekend. I'm kind of doing the every time I get a few dollars, I pay what's most urgent. And I'm just not in a place yet where I feel like I can really budget and balance. But I also realize if I'm going to make any progress, I need to at least have everything in writing. So that the stress is lifted and I could see it right in front of me and know what I'm doing, know what's most urgent, what's coming up. So I'm going to get on that. It's just something that hasn't been high in the priority list just because I haven't had the money to pay those things. And and looking at it and not having the money, I'm, yeah, I was hiding from it. So that's there it is. In the last session, even though it's been, like I said, about four to six weeks, the priority and what I really needed to talk about was the trauma that I realized hadn't been resolved from 40, 4, zero years ago regarding a person who came back into my life through the steps we discussed and ultimately I agreed to go into business with. I stopped pretty much at the point that we went into business.
1: The long story short, and I say long story short because I don't think I want to talk about that person and give that much energy at this point, is it went very bad very quickly. Uh, It took me a long time to realize there was a substance abuse issue there, and the fact of the matter is, is not everybody does change since high school, and... I was dealing with somebody who had a lot of problems. I missed a lot because I confused the fact that she had recently lost her mother and I was thinking that maybe it was grief, but it, it was just pretty much a really bad negative experience. I didn't feel good every time she was around. I was defensive, I was reactive. Not, she wasn't working, she had zero work ethic, I barely showed up and then would call me in the afternoon and evening slurring her words and talking all kinds of nonsense, none of it that really made sense. Just really not a nice person at all, aside from the issues that need to be dealt with on her own. After one awful phone call that she made to me on a Sunday afternoon, and I assume it was drinking, I just know she was slurring her words and making no sense, that was around the holidays at the end of last year, And I sent a a very thought out, well-crafted message, written message to kind of give her some options moving forward, um, knowing better than to call somebody, call an addict, an addict, especially one who's um, actively practicing their addiction. She she decided, though, she was done coming to the store and she was going to move forward as a true silent partner. Not that there was actually a partnership because she never actually wanted to fill out any of the paperwork. She did put the money in still, so that was a factor. And it was my plan to move forward trying to rescue the business, trying to make it a win-win for all of us. I really didn't want her to lose her investment, but again, that's not something that's related to the topic of past trauma and that's something for another session. But meanwhile, while I was showing up six days a week from open to close and doing my very best to work around all of the obstacles that the county was throwing by closing the entrance to the plaza and construction on the streets and and past sinkhole issues that were causing raw sewage smells in my store, et cetera, et cetera. Um, This person was writing fake one star reviews for the business she invested in while she was apparently under the influence of whatever she does. She was sending harassing messages. She was writing harassing comments on social media posts that were related to the business. I mean, it was just ridiculous. So yeah, it was all very ridiculous. It still is. Um, I'm in a situation now where I'm cleaning up this big mess. Um, I know I can't blame another person for anything that's going on in my life. I made the choices based on what I thought were the right reasons. But in the end, the whole thing felt like A band-aid basically ripping off, a big scab ripping off of an unhealed wound or something. I don't really know how to describe it, but I was just really shocked at the impact that um, addict-based, immature, emotionally disturbed actions took on me. So the big life lesson, I guess, that I'm trying to take and move forward with is even at this point in my life um i'm realizing very clearly that things happen to us in our whole life things happen as um babies children no matter what happens a lot of it we don't have control over and all we have to do is figure out how to process and deal with something and move forward because if we don't process and we just ignore it and kind of push it back it can and will sneak up later in life. So my exercise and takeaway from these last two sessions that have been kind of focused on um, trauma earlier in our life is going to be taking this situation specifically and kind of going back and figuring out exactly what it was that happened to me that wasn't in my control. I mean, it's easy kind of right off the top of my head to say, My mother moved us from one place to the next with the best of intentions. Um, I was new in the middle of my sophomore year of high school in a totally different city, didn't know a soul. And basically, I've learned even from working in the schools now that you end up in a situation um, like that and you're pretty much at the mercy of who decides to befriend you. So I need to basically unpack all of that, look at um, the choices that I made, um, how I felt at the time, um, what I was in control of, what was my fault, what wasn't my fault, and basically just put it away and, and move forward. Um, realistically, today, that person that I refer to here and probably anything for trauma in my past, and, and there, there's still stuff that probably needs to be addressed and, and packed away forever. It, it makes us who we are, but at the same time, we can't let it negatively impact our choices and I guess maybe how we ultimately feel about ourselves. I went to a yoga class seminar about chakras yesterday and throughout this 90-minute session, the instructor kept talking about um, one of the chakras that represents love and giving love and being able to receive. And as she kept talking about loving yourself and how we hear about it all of our lives, of course, everybody kind of just kind of wiggles around and swarms uncomfortably and really doesn't know what to make of something like that. Of course, we all think we love ourselves. Now, last night while I was taking my walk, I realized um, how these two actually come together. Often, I think how other people treat us leaves us feeling how we feel like we're supposed to be treated and maybe determines our value in ourselves. So it's actually kind of easy to understand that having the early childhood of my dad leaving us when I was about seven years old and kind of already building that foundation of not feeling worthy And then moving around a lot and then ending up in a new high school and ending up with the friends that I ended up with, I guess I felt like that was all I deserved. And when things got so bad and when it was done and it was over, it was easier for me just to forget about it and move on. But at the same time, I never really addressed the fact that I did deserve better. That I was better, that my value as a human being and what I have to contribute isn't based on how my alleged friends treated me in high school. So the takeaway here and the, um, I guess final thought on this session is number one of um, others don't determine our events while well, they help us build our character and establish our values, the events of our lives don't define us as people. Um, we do that ourselves. So, My belief and what I taught my son to do after my mom died was, and I mentioned this earlier, I think in the last session, is to look at each event that happens, anything that's negative, anything that feels like trauma, anything that hurts or disappoints or makes us angry, even the happy things, but stop and evaluate. If, If it's a wound to your heart, if it's a wound to your soul, it needs to be healed. So treat it like you would treat a physical wound. If you cut your finger and it's a little paper cut, it needs to have something. Maybe it just needs a little antiseptic or a little band-aid so it's not annoying while it heals. If you are in a car accident and you have a major injury to a limb, you're going to do whatever is necessary to make sure that is properly treated and that you heal it and that you do what's necessary for it not to be infected but to form a scar that you can carry with you for the rest of your life. Uh, Maybe some things aren't even scar worthy. So I will um, be looking at this particular situation that came back to haunt me 40 years later um, as the wound that was probably infected and just kind of festering away for all of those years. And we're going to treat that wound and heal it up and put it away as the scar tissue that it's supposed to be. So next time, I think, um, other than catching up on the previous sessions and looking at how the financial stress and healing the past trauma and all of the other things that um, I've been exploring in these sessions, the new area of focus is going to be that self-value, self-love, self-whatever you want to call it, that um, I referred to a little bit earlier that kind of opened my eyes a little bit yesterday after that chakra class. And by opening my eyes, I mean I realized that maybe I don't love myself as much as I thought I did. So let's figure that out. And um, in the meantime, have a great week and see you next time.